Hey, what's up? This is Tyler G of Batman Figs on Instagram, and I'm here to let you know a little bit about Zavi, Z-A-V-V-I. They are your one-stop place to go to for anything pop culture related, anything from clothes to games, Blu-rays to action figures. If you want any of that, Zavi is your one-stop shop from Marvel, DC to anything else. Harry Potter, Kill Bill, they got it all. Use code TYLER20 for 20% off all clothes. Or code Tyler10 for 10% off anything else store wide. All right, now let's get back to the show. So that's why we can't be getting daytime drunk anymore and accidentally sending important plot details that we want to keep to ourselves about the Robert Pattinson Batman project out to our whole neighborhood, okay? Now, does anyone have any ideas on any great Batman projects that we have coming up that fans will love? Well, if we really wanted to use Michael Keaton again, we could have him come on as sort of a guide to a Batgirl by Gordon character at after she becomes a Batgirl, have him kind of show her a few things. Or we could finally do a real Batman Beyond story where an older Bruce Wayne trains young Terry McGinnis and helps him as the new Batman of the future. That would be cool. Batgirl and a Batman Beyond project? So you'd want to have Michael Keaton be like a mentor to a Barbara Gordon. And then we could have another movie where he's an older mentor to like a Terry McGinnis? Wow. Oh. How about we make Michael Keaton be a mentor to a Batman Beyond, but we make Barbara Gordon the Terry McGinnis character. I need a new job. Hello and welcome to the Tyler G Show. I'm Tyler G of Batman Figs on Instagram. Uh, we took a week off from the last week due to 4th of July and also it was my birthday on Sunday. I turned 31, which surprisingly was a lot harder to accept than 30. Which, you know, never mind me talking about how I'm getting one year closer to my ultimate dirt nap. We got plastic to talk about. So, before I get into that, let's go thank the sponsors first. So, thank you to Soap Studios, who, if you don't know, they have a big uh, set of two figures coming out. Not together, but they're coming out uh, around the same time. Their Dark Knight trilogy Batman, where it's his upgraded suit from the Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises, and a Catwoman. And they have a special uh, black light feature, which certain things will light up on them and her gadgets on Batman, it's his lenses. So it looks awesome. Hopefully I'll be getting uh, some samples soon. I can take some pics and show you guys, let you know what I think. Then we got Zavi, Z-A-V-V-I. And all of these, by the way, I'll have links below in the description box. And Zavi is currently having a summer sale where they have a lot of their items, which they have a ton of different things. They have DVDs, action figures, clothes, video games, 
posters, a bunch of different kinds of collectibles. And they have a pretty good sale going on where it's a pretty good discount. And if you use my code Tyler20 for the clothes, you'll get an additional 20% off. And if you use code Tyler10, you'll get an additional 10% off store wide. So make sure you take advantage of that. And also make sure you take advantage of Skillshare. I have a link below where you get two free months of Skillshare. And this thing is a great tool to take advantage of. I know I did when I got uh, my little free trial with them and I was able to use videos to look up more about photography, lighting, uh, visual storytelling and sort of that sort of stuff because that's what interests me. But they have a bunch of different, they have videos on learning anything you could ever possibly think of. And it's taught by usually someone that's an expert on the subject. You just have to make sure that you remind yourself to uh, quit after two months if you don't want to get charged. So just set a reminder or use an app, that sort of thing. Uh, if you don't enjoy it, that is. Big Bad Toy Store, where they, you can make sure that you find and obtain action figures without having to go outside, without having to spend money on gas, without having to risk getting a deadly plague. And not only that, but uh, you could pre-order and make sure you get the item without having to worry about, uh, you know, scalpers getting there first at Walmart at six in the morning. That sort of thing. So, also, diorama prints. I've talked about them the last two or three episodes. Last episode, I mentioned that they are now live. Their store is now officially open, and they have five sets right now available. I've shown you all five. You can check out my Instagram, link below, and uh, check out uh, every single one of those. I know there is a Arkham Asylum style looking thing, which is a padded cell. There's a Vegas hotel room. There's an armory, which is awesome. There is, crap, now I'm blanking. There's an, like an alien Roswell type thing. And there's a castle, which I actually use the castle for Perchance the Dream, the episode I did today on my Instagram. But now we're gonna get into toy news. So thank you to all the sponsors. Thank you for listening to that, if you stayed through. If you're not here, you're not hearing this anyway, so. Um, so the new toy news, one that was just freshly dropped before I actually started recording this, is the amazing Yamaguchi Revoltech cable. A lot of different brands and companies have tried doing a comic style cable, and none have really succeeded in the look that he actually, the exaggerated Rob Liefeld drawn look from the 90s comics. But this actually looks exactly like it does in comics. He has a gun that's like, I think bigger than the action figure. So that is awesome. I would highly check it out if, if you, I would especially check it out if you're an X-Men fan, especially a 90s X-Men fan, which if you're watching this, it's a good bet that you are, especially from the 90s. Uh, then we also have, I'm looking at Big Bad Toy Store's front page, by the way, if you're wondering where this is. Uh, they also, <laughs> Uh, is it Hasbro? I think, yeah, Hasbro's doing the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers cosplay-style wearable helmet. Which, if you're a cosplayer, I'm like, man, if you've been doing this for a long time, you're like, holy crap, I used to have to just spend hours making a helmet. Now they're just putting them out there for us. So, it's a good time to be a cosplayer if you are into that. And also, I have my notes for new stuff. 
Okay, White Knight, Batman, and Joker are being seen more. I'm actually starting to see a lot of uh, photography for those two. I haven't seen them at my Walmart or Target. <laughs> Where I live, I, I haven't seen much of new anything, unless it's Star Wars, which I don't collect. Uh, Walmart exclusive Casey and Disguise Ralph from NECA Toys in the TMNT movie from, I believe, 90. They also have, on Big Bad Toy Store, they have these things that they're brand new and they're called well I don't know if they've ever been out before but they're brand new on their page right now they have micro action figures which are supposed to be the world's smallest action figures and if you are a toy photographer there's no doubt you've seen uh, like a six inch size figure holding and other action figures and you're like where did they get that here they are if, if you want to get a little action figure for your action figure these are the things, and they make for a pretty cool figure, uh, figure photography. Like imagine Damien in his room playing with all these little Power Ranger figures. I might have to do it. The only thing is, it's for like a bundle. It's thirty-five bucks, and I guess that's okay. I don't, I don't know the price range on a one-inch figure because that's supposed to be, a, I think they're one and a half inches. I don't know if thirty-five is a good deal. But you'd have to see the quality, how many points of articulation these things have, or if they're just little baby dolls but we'll see I uh, in terms of DC Direct I have not seen any animated figures at the, my local comic shops of course I only have two but none of them have received the orders yet so I'm probably gonna have to just pre-order it um, from Zavi or Big Bad Toy Store whichever one I think will get it first but I have not seen those. I haven't had any word from on the SH Figure Arts Batman 89. I'm actually gonna look that up right now. SH Figure Arts. See if it, they have any updates. Is it Mafex? No, it's Figure Arts. You still pre-order it? Now it's up to September. Well, that, that makes sense. Still a great looking figure. I think I, I will not cancel. I'll just wait and be patient. Uh, there's a new Toxin Build-A-Figure, which looks like it's a repurposed Venom Build-A-Figure parts to make it look like Toxin, which I, I'm a fan of the symbiotes. I played Separation Anxiety and all that on Super Nintendo back in the day. So I always love a good symbiote storyline. Also, Mezco has a living doll, Scooby-Doo, Mystery Co. I think that looks pretty, or Mystery Inc. I think that's pretty cool for those dolls. I mean, it's nice to have some normal looking people, not always a, a zombie. Just mix it up a little bit. Good for you, Mezco. Uh, new NECA Alien stuff. I also saw Aliens 2 stuff at the store. And I was thinking about getting the Ripley just for the cat because the cat accessory alone is pretty awesome. So if I don't find a clear cat, I might have to buy that just for just for an animal accessory. Uh, Soap Studios. That's the last thing I'm waiting. I'm hoping to get soon to show you guys. I haven't seen. I mean, there's some Super Seven stuff for Masters of the Universe, one six scale. I saw some huge Broly figures in the NECA section at Target. But they didn't look like they had much articulation. So, I mean, that's all I got for toys. 
or figures. I'm gonna go to Walmart, or not Walmart, I'm gonna go to Michael's because for my birthday I got a Michael's gift card. So I'm gonna see if I can find any cool accessories there or any diorama pieces. But speaking of diorama pieces, I, I guess I wasn't done. Because also on Big Bad Toy Store they have a diorama set available to pre-order. And we talked about one of them before. And it was uh, the cable, it looks like it's at a, a metal molting shop, like a Terminator 2 where he kills himself. And that was like almost 200 bucks. But the new one they have available is Stair Ruins. And it just looks like a building that's been shot up and seen a lot of action, but with stairs. It's like a two-story thing. And it's only, oh gosh, the Iron and Steel Factory 112 scale diorama that's up there at Big Bad Toy Store is 300 bucks. And then they, from the same company, 12 World, they have a Ruins of Building 112 scale diorama that has uh, a little stairway. And it looks pretty awesome, and it's only $85. So, I mean, that's a drastic change in price from, mm, from almost a hundred dollars to 300 I might get the ruins building just because of the stairs they look awesome but we will see unless I see someone else uh, able to review it and if they talk me out of it if it looks cheap but so from the pictures it looks awesome which is what they're supposed to do as a company all right media news so we got a lot of stuff on Michael Keaton just in the last day or two due to rumors and that sort of thing. Now, last last time I did a show, which was not two weeks ago, uh, we talked about how there were a lot of things and ideas that you kind of sense that Warner Brothers wanted to do from hiring or getting back Michael Keaton and using him as Batman. And I went on to say how I could see him as a mentor role in a Batgirl uh, movie not in terms of like teaching her everything but just being a guide or someone like a help along the way and I also as I said I could see them doing a Batman Beyond movie with a female and then I was like I could I could see them doing that and I could also see a lot of people being pissed off and just uh, yesterday I saw that article uh, was up talking about how Warner Brothers is thinking about taking Batgirl and the Barbara Gordon character, as, as, that's what Batgirl is as far as we know, and using her as the Terry character in a Batman Beyond movie with actually giving her the Batman Beyond suit and using, and what, as you can see executives saying too in a board meeting, like almost like an Iron Man or how Rescue was used in Endgame. And he also, he also pointed out that a lot of people were upset about that because it it, it kind of disrespects both characters. Because even in Batman animated series, Batgirl didn't get training from Batman. She made her own suit. She took her own initiative. She made herself a crime fighter. She also was very, she was already like extremely brilliant with computers and technology. She knew everything when it came to GCPD stuff because her dad. So there's a lot of character there. And what a lot of people love is the fact that she is a go-getter and she does it herself. And she proved herself to Batman. Not Batman taking her in and 
showing her everything, giving her a powered up suit like Batman Beyond does because and you have to remember Bruce is wearing the Batman Beyond suit when he's in his mid-50s in the animated universe. It's a powered up suit because he himself is physically weaker. I believe he might be in his 60s when he's wearing it. But he is weaker. His heart can't take, you know, all the actions. So his suit's more powered up and, you know, strength doubled or triple. He's got all these gadgets. He can turn invisible. He can fly. It's basically like an Iron Man suit, but Batman Beyond. And the reason he had to wear it is because he's old. So when he gives it to this young kid, who he's also training while he's being Batman in a powered up suit, it makes sense for Terry. But for Batgirl, it's like, why, why are you trying to marry these two ideas together? Because all it's gonna do is make everyone unhappy. It's gonna make no one wanna see the movie. It's gonna lose you millions of dollars. You're gonna have a birds of prey type thing. You're gonna have a Justice League sort of thing where you just bleed money and people just rip you apart. I'm sure you'll be in plenty of memes till the dawn of time. I, I don't understand why it's so hard for WB to see the character, try to learn about the character and see what we as fans have come to love and learn about the character and our investment of time spent reading these comics or watching the shows. We want to see something that we know. We don't want to see what I feel like is a, and I know there's a rumor that Taskmaster, Task, Taskmaster in, in the Black Widow movie might be revealed to be a woman. And we know that gender swapping has been big lately. And I don't mind it in certain contexts. And I know that sometimes, most of the time it's just done to be uh, shock value and to cause clickbait articles and that sort of thing. But if that's what you're gonna do with almost every character, it just feels like it's a lazy way to get a twist in a movie. Like, oh, like, like, oh, when I'm sure when Taskmaster's revealed to be a one, people are like, oh, I didn't see that coming. And I'm sure like they think, oh, wait till we show them our Batman Beyond. We're gonna be so progressive. We're gonna have a female Batman Beyond, yeah. I, I get what you're trying to do and being progressive and and show that you don't have a problem with uh, switching things up. The thing is, is like I said, this is established lore. These are characters that both girls and guys, women and men, and whoever else, they love the character for a reason because it's a character that has been established. You switch that up, of course you're gonna irk some people. Some might like it, some might not. But the majority I don't think are going to enjoy Barbara Gordon being used in the Terry McGinnis role. And also Terry McGinnis is a great character, a great character. And a lot of people, uh, I've seen a lot of things where they say that he could be part Asian or they always thought that on the DCAU he, might, he was half Asian. You could, use a half, you could use a half Asian or a full Asian Terry McGinnis, that's progressive. Why does it always gotta be a gender swap? Why can't we get uh, an Asian Terry McGinnis? Or a half Asian, or just something. You can find different ways to be progressive and show that you know, you're know you not against changing of the times without being lazy and just gender swapping. 
Because I think most people see through that. But I don't know. Who am I to talk? I don't get paid millions. Um, <laughs> after that... Uh, oh, and like I also wrote in my notes, in contrast with uh, Miles Morales. Like, you see Miles Morales initially... Um, I know that they were thinking of just using him as like a side character, or also a playable character in the new Spider-Man uh, video game. But... They just recently got announced that he gets his own video game because they saw that the people and people in general love this character and they want him to get his due respect. They don't want him to have to just be, you know, shoehorned into, you know, Peter Parker Spider-Man universe and just be a side character. And that's, I mean, that's what the people don't want you to shoehorn in Barbara Girl into Barbara Gordon into being Ben and Beyond just so you could in your mind kill two birds with one stone yeah we could finally get a Batgirl story out there we could finally get a Batman Beyond out there and we get Michael Keaton involved that just uh, it's just too much it's too much be respectful to the, the history of the character I mean the you already shot yourself in the foot with Birds of Prey you could head over in Birds of Prey and you have a great com you have a lot of female comic book artists that have written great stories in Birds of Prey and you just disrespect of that so you haven't been too nice to the fans WB but speaking of being nice Josh Whedon confirmed creep and abuser where we're hearing more and more things out of uh, Ray Fisher cyborg and just in general and from people that were on set that, you know, that even the uh, stunt double for Gal Gadot didn't want to do flash on her breast and that and that's like that's a sucky joke even it's like not even funny oh flash fell on her cleavage <laughs> but i'm glad that this is coming out because josh whedon uh, disgusting but i mean there's a lot that's come out about josh whedon like infidelity to his own wife and stuff so this doesn't really surprise me uh robert pattinson movie one of the few things that's been allowed to have a green light to start production again and uh, despite all these rumors and stuff that the moot, well, not even rumors, some stuff confirmed that from my sources, which you could see in previous videos, um, they're trying to be very realistic and a very down to earth and gritty Batman, kind of like Nolan. So what's one of the first things that they said recently as they've been allowed the green, the green light to start production again? Oh, we're nothing like Nolan's. We're gonna have our own look and our own you know, vibe to Gotham and all that. Well, yeah, of course, but that's just like taking someone else's paper and using different words and different uh, descriptors and that sort of thing to kind of change change it up and make it not as recognizable. We're not dumb. We're gonna be able to tell if you're doing a, a lot of the same stuff that um, Nolan did. And I'm just hoping he gives us, come up with some creativity, come up with some new stuff. Don't just copy or try to change it. But we'll see. Also, speaking of stuff that shook up um, the whole superhero genre last year, The Boys. We saw a trailer, I think it dropped yesterday or maybe two days ago. Or maybe I'm just really out of the loop. But we saw a teaser trailer for season two. It looks awesome. The first season I absolutely love. Uh, we even had the guy that created the figures for the show and the prop, like the prop designer. Dark McKnight, who you can follow on Instagram. I'll put him down in the link below. 
and we had him on the show and interviewed him and talked to him about it. He's been working his butt off on it, so I'm looking forward to seeing that second season because it was actually a very creative and well done show. And it just turned the genre upside down. You're like, okay, this is awesome. Uh, episode review today for Batman the Animated Series. It's going to be Fire from Olympus. It's never an episode that I look forward to doing uh, because I just, as a kid, I just always found it weird. It's a villain you never really hear of. But he actually gets a lot of play in the comics. And if you're a fan of Greek mythology, there's a lot of uh, Easter eggs and references to different stories and myths from that. And it's actually now watching it today, I, I had a lot of fun watching it. It's the 60th episode to air, and it was the 63rd produced. And when we start, we start the episode with Gordon seen waiting for someone. His name is Yanni, and uh, he wants to meet with Gordon to cut a deal because he has information on an item that was stolen, an electron discharge cannon, an EDC, not the conflict. <laughs> That's gone missing. Uh, we see that the informant, he's trying to get to Gordon, but on the way he runs into some thugs who he appears to recognize, and they corner him in an alley. A car drives up, and we see a shadowy figure come out of the car who I guess we're supposed to know is the boss or the head man in charge. We only see a silhouette of him, but he kind of has like the little olive branches and the old school Olympics silhouette. And also he has like a lightning rod, it looks like. And then the next scene we see. Hold on. <laughs> Show me figure. Then we go to the top of a building where uh, we basically get exposition from Clo uh, Cleo, who we learn is Max Maxi Zeus's assistant. And we learn that Max is becoming disillusioned. He's thinking himself as the god Zeus incarnate, above all human laws and above human things. He even says like going through the streets is being like going to the, the earthly realm and he hates it. He finds it disgusting. So he, he's a business owner and that has to do with shipping. And because he's become so powerful and rich, he's become completely disillusioned. He's shut himself off to the public and he's created his own world in fantasy. And he, he loves living in it. So while we're actually at the, this whole exposition where we're learning about Max Zeus, Batman shows up at the top of his building in the Batwing. And we see how disillusioned Zeus, or Max really is. I almost gave into it. By he call he calls Batman Hades, and he thinks he's his brother. And Batman basically is like, oh whatever. I just I'm coming here to ask you about the EDC, that electron discharge cannon. And he gets very defensive, and he says that you know he banishes Batman, so that he can't come back. So, we then see the assistant Cleo, who he, as he calls Cleopatra, uh, basically in her apartment, looking at a picture of Max, wondering like where it all went wrong, and Batman appears, and he wants to ask basically how he got into that mental state, and also he wants her assistance, and able to uh, get in close to Max in, in order to stop him, 
and able to get back the the it gets worse at night when I'm trying to sleep. With the <laughs> he wants to get close to max so he could get the electron discharge cannon without creating a whole fuss and like making a confrontation. So he wants Cleo to help him with that. And so uh, they head there, and we see that Max is paranoid because he's at the top of his building, and he sees the classic GCPD police blimp. And so he busts out the cannon, and he shoots a lightning rod at it, putting it on fire, popping the, the helium tank, other container fill, whatever, and uh, the blimp crashes, making it officially a villain and doing something. Well, he was already a villain for stealing the cannon, but a violent villain. So Cleo comes out trying to like say, what are you doing? That's the cops. And even his assistants are like, come on, Max, that's the cops. Now you're getting us all in trouble. She tries to get a, get him to stop, and Max kind of pretends like he's snapping out of his disillusionment, but all he does is put Candace at the very front of the EDC, or the, the discharge cannon, so that the next time he fires it, she's just gonna explode. And then he also turns on his security cameras and sees Batman, and he says, ah, Hades, you can't fly up here, so you crawl to me from the dirt. Just, it's hilarious hearing how off this guy is but Batman eventually gets up there and you know they get there's a bit of hubbub they fight Zeus tries to land a few things he doesn't but you know the normal action stuff and Batman eventually knocks him out gets everything taken care of and we see Zeus being taken to Arkham which he had, he actually loves because he sees um, the other villains there we see him we see that he sees Two-Face Poison Ivy and Joker and as he looks at them, he thinks that he's uh, like at Mount Olympus and he's seeing the other gods. He calls Two-Faced Janus, which is known to be a Two-Faced God, beginnings and endings. He equates Joker to Hermes, the trickster god. And he, he equates Poison Ivy to Demeter, the, the goddess of fertility and good times. And she actually used that in, I believe, Eternal Youth. She used the, the Dr. Demeter alias. So Poison Ivy liked using that already. So it was very smart of him to use that. Zeus is well-schooled in Greek mythology. Okay. Now we got the figure of the week. No how-to this week because I couldn't really think of anything. But if you guys have anything that you want to know, feel free to ask me. And I'll do it next time on the show. However, we have a fig review this week. And it's not the normal animated series, but because they took such a long time in between releases, I remember I was looking for any sort of animated action figure and I actually came across one that ever since I, when I first bought it, I think it was 40 bucks. And I don't think too many people were aware of it, but after buying and looking at it now, the price has gone up significantly. And I think it's well worth it it was a good line, and this is a crown jewel figure from that line. It was a Total Heroes Batman Beyond figure, since we were talking about Batman Beyond. Now, this is one of the heads you get with them. You get this beautifully sculpted, unmasked, like, sagging mask that he grip. So it looks like he actually took it off. And it looks like it's obeying the laws of physics. Then 
Other head you could use on him, of course, is the Batman Beyond mask. And then we got another great head, third head sculpt of Terry McGinnis, who we'd love to see in a live action film as Batman Beyond. He also comes with a few hands. He has some flying hands, fist, gripping hands, a bunch of Batman Beyond batterings. And if I can find it. The son of Adam. So a different version of Adam. So you get a lot for your for your dollar. At least you did for when it when I got it. Uh, but now the price has gone up significantly, so you're gonna have to do some scouring to either find a good loose fig or someone that will cut a deal with you. But I give this figure a 10, just for the amount of creative ideas I was able to get for this out of these this figure. Um, some of my most liked picks have come from ideas and concepts that I've able to come up with just these different head sculpts and that sort of thing, and different scenes I've been able to reenact from. The first two episodes, which I believe was Rebirth Part 1 and 2, which I saw on a Friday night while being babysat. Still remember that night. It was a great one. Uh, it's a great figure, great show, Coors Ben Beyond. I really do hope that if WB plans to make a movie of it, that they, they try to understand what it is that the fans love about it and try their best to portray that and not just try to... Um, what's it called? Pander. Uh, they don't just try to pander <laughs> to PC culture and that sort of thing. But they just worry about making a good film. Like The Joker. That was a great film. It's going to be timeless. And that's that movie is what you call cinema. We would love to see that again. However, that's all I got for Tyler G Show. Number oh, wait, no, no. I got one more thing because we had a drawing. I told you I was gonna do a drawing. And I got the winner of the first print because if you guys tag me in any fan art for a whole month, at the end of the month, I draw a name and I send them a free print. So this week, or this month's winner is Mezcoholic. So I'll be contacting you and getting your uh, information if you even want to print you could be telling me you can tell me f you get lost however if you do want to print i'll be sending you one and if you guys want to print make sure you tag me in fan art for this next month the drawing will be the last week when i do the show of this month in july before august all right i'll talk to you soon I'm not going to